All right, here we go. Little blank space, Taylor Swift. This is Entertainment Entertainment, the entertaining podcast with an entertaining conversation about entertainment <laughs> with comedians Justin Angermeyer and Caitlin McKee. I'm Justin Angermeyer. I'm Caitlin McKee. We're starting. Oh yeah, no, we we're, are starting. We are, we're starting with a little uh, Taylor Swift blank space because as we all are aware <laughs> of it, we all know it, the romance that has swept the nation. Taylor Swift and star tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, are together. It's happening. It's happened. She's been at his games. And everyone can't stop talking about it. Literally. Everyone can't. And (laughs) she's got a blank space baby, and she wrote Travis Kelsey's name in it. I love how she kind of has a New York accent sometimes when she sings. Like, her and Lana Del Rey both do that, where she's like... Interesting. I feel like a little bit... She's like a Pennsylvania girl. Who? Taylor. Wow, I did not know this, yeah, Justin. Pennsylvania girl. Yep. Oh, I always thought because she came from country music that she was like Nashville. No, born in Pennsylvania, raised in Pennsylvania. I think moved to Nashville, I think as a teenager when wow. she was starting to come up. But yeah, no, Pennsylvania girl, Pennsylvania's own Taylor Swift. Wow. Maybe I'm entirely wrong about this, but I'm like 99% sure. You have to. Either way, it's really fun to think about Taylor Swift <laughs> through the lens that she's from the weirdest state ever, Pennsylvania. Yeah, she's from I mean, Why Why Missing, Pennsylvania. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. It kind of makes sense. You know, it, 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 it kind of presents her vagueness her vague identity of just, like, whatever everyone wants her to be, you know? It's almost, like, very... That's a swing state. Could go either way. It is, you know? It's, you know, there are people who refer to parts of Pennsylvania as Pennsylvania. Oh, it definitely is. It's very Pennsylvania. It seems like you have kind of the, you know, Pittsburgh, Philly cities that kind of like bookend the red the state it's mm-hmm. a big state yeah so when they were when they were 13 uh when she was 13 her family moved her down to a suburb right outside of nashville mm. so she could pursue her career as a country music star but yeah they yeah. she was in uh pennsylvania for the first 13 years of her life okay so maybe that's a pennsylvania accent that i'm picking up on but it's a little and pennsylvania and like it can get a little south jersey like mm. pennsylvania south jersey gets a little bit of a similar accent yeah I guess it's more like the affectation that they Lana and Taylor do sometimes, where they're just like, "Asked to meet you, where you been?" Maybe it's more yeah. like the the delivery is a little like kind of tries to it's be got a little, little East Coast attitude. Yeah, yeah, at you're times, right. Definitely, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's attitude. It's not accent. For yeah, sure. it's a little little spunky East Coast Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this so this uh, relationship, I'm excited about it. Yeah, uh, it, it was one of the things where <laughs> I honestly, because I have this like weird block of sports, it's not my favorite thing. I do. It was like the only culture option available in my family was sports and Broadway musicals. Interesting combination. Yeah. But um, so I tend to pick more Broadway musicals and kind of block out the sports. Um, but I kind of sensed as a football fan, Justin, you were dying to talk about this so i was like let's do it well i have to say it was masterfully played by both taylor swift and <laughs> travis kelsey it was because it was just nothing but rumors mm. it was nothing but rumors okay. and it was like oh this isn't happening and then just kind of out of nowhere she showed up at his game and it was like whoa okay taylor's here yeah she's in the booth with mrs kelsey yeah she's drinking a beer she's screaming let's fucking go right the chiefs were dominating and it took you know the world by storm i think this is Kind of the current generation Madonna and Rodman. Okay. I, I think, you know, it's obviously different. You know, she's not as controversial as Madonna was. Uh, you as know, famous, he, though. As famous. As, yeah, on the same level of fame, though. Yeah. Absolutely. And it was like, you know, just this, she's just, you know, 
both like 10-ish years into their career, those romances happen. Madonna was in her 90s phase. Taylor's been around for so, you know, right. 14, 15 years at this point. As, we, as we've seen with the Eras tour, there's all, you know, she's yeah. had quite the career to to celebrate. Yeah, and, and Travis Kelsey, while he doesn't have the same, uh, you know, bad boy reputation that Rodman did. Mm-hmm. He's not like vilified the way Rodman was by a lot of people, which was ridiculous. Okay. He's Rodman's the best. Yeah. Uh, but Kelsey's a little, you know, he's he's a, he's a little he has a little bit of a bad boy in him. He has a mustache. He's got a mustache. <laughs> uh, yeah, my first question I wanted to ask you, gut gut feeling. Okay. Do you think Travis Kelsey is attractive? No. <laughs> yeah, no, just right away. No. no. <laughs> Nothing at all attractive about Travis Kelsey. Uh, no. no. I mean, also, <laughs> sorry, but I've seen his photo maybe once, so I, yeah, okay. I, I'm not that familiar, but a football player with a mustache is not <laughs> someone who's really going to get me going, unfortunately. Um, okay, all right. Stanley Tucci making a really nice Negroni. He's, yeah, he's no Stanley Tucci I'm making. A little, I'm feeling a little reckless around, <laughs> around Stanley Tucci's Negroni. Yeah, well, you hear that, Travis Kelsey? Maybe you need to, you know, shave your head and get a, a drink shake. Shaker. Shake that. Shake, shake that. The, shake that martini. Shake that Campari. Um, no, no offense. I'm sure he's an attract. You know, to, to certain. You know, there are types of women and people who enjoy sports. So I think their opinions should be more valued here. But as someone who, I mean, I don't know if I'm saying it's an unconscious bias, or as soon as I, I hear that they're involved in sports, I'm immediately like, you know, not my type. Just but, yeah, you're just out immediately. But I did okay. find a few like you know, there's been times where I thought tennis players were attractive, but it always fades. It's never a lasting crush. It's um, yeah, oh so. yeah, more yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, God, no one cares. But um, no, no, uh, no. I, th- I think so. I'm, yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, here he is. So yeah, just absolutely, just oh, nothing. No, no, just no, absolutely no. nothing. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Is that two little earrings? Yes. Yes. He's got his ears pierced. I mean, no, 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 no. He's you know, he was he was like you know he. He was, you know, he's got, he's a little bit of a bad boy. I think he like dropped out of college. Like he almost like failed out of college at a certain point. Wait a minute. Did you say it was a college dropout? Now I want to fuck up. Yeah, well, I, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just, I'm just speaking, uh, you know, hey, you do fuck a college dropout. So, okay, so there you, you go. College associate's degree. Give yourself some respect. I do. And you've graduated the UCB program. So, and, you know. And the pit. There you Used go. Used to be in the pit. So Excuse I've done. Excuse me. Am I sitting next to a pittison? You're sitting next to a Pittison. My higher education shines through. Who took a lot of improv during the comedy boom? We did. (laughs) We did. Yeah. Uh, So so these two are together. I'm fired up about it. I think they need to get married. Mm. I want this to be real, and I need them to get married. Okay. Um, and then they'd have a you know a kid, and, and you know she's tall. He's a big athlete. Clearly, their mm, kid's going to be a star athlete. Tall. You know, yeah. yeah. I, I think it needs to happen. Is this just because everybody's bummed that they lost the Gis- Giselle and Tom in the sports world? Is there just a really big lack for some kind of like drama and fun in the sports world? Is that? I think there is a lack for some drama and fun, mm-hmm. and I just do think going back to my original point of like how masterfully they played, they played. It was just kind of unexpected and okay. like holy shit. Yeah. And this, and she's also the most famous, uh, you person. know, foot, football girlfriend. I mean, right. most famous person in the world in general. But, but like, since Jessica Simpson, I don't think right. there's really been a like super famous like female figure. Yeah. I mean, Giselle is, you know, she's she's big, but like she not became, in the same way. And she it, kind of became institutionalized as like a football woman. Like it's not like as as surprising. Yeah. Like she kind of became. 
I feel like, um, absorbed by the whole culture yeah. in a way that was probably just became, like, not that um, unique. Or yeah. I don't know how I'm trying to yeah. say it, but she, you know, always exciting to see Giselle, but after a while, it's just like, of course, there's Giselle, like, didn't she, like, tweet, like, nasty tweets about some other quarterback when Tom I think she did a, I think she did a lot of tweeting... In, yeah. in defense of Tom Brady, whenever Tom Brady would play bad, like just there was this. a lot of like angry Giselle blaming his teammates. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Which is fun. You need yeah. that. Uh, I, I also I listened to this music podcast that infuriatingly. Um, talks about sports during the football season so i like that's my one access to this kind of story and they said that in comparison to like the jessica simpson's tony romo thing um taylor's in a better position because she can't really be hated because this guy can't really like throw the game in a way that like whatever position he is i was just going to say though i think what these guys are overlooking is travis kelsey who's really good like i'm just trying like he's a really really good football player i think where this is all going is he's going Going to drop a pass that he normally doesn't drop, and Taylor's going to get blamed. I think that's as a sports fan, that's kind of where I think it's going to yeah. be. If they stay together for the whole season, and the Chiefs are like in the playoffs, he's okay. going to drop a pass he normally doesn't, and Taylor's going to get the blame. That's my prediction for where this goes. Right. But yeah, Tony Romo, he was the quarterback, so the quarterback gets more of the blame than the receivers okay. do. Yeah. But I kind of think not so fast there because if Travis Kelsey drops a ball he normally doesn't yeah. it's going to be all eyes on taylor right. she did it he's preoccupied with her it's her right. fault in the same way they blame jessica simpson for what tony romo would suck oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, i think that's where uh there's going but in, in less sports related news with these okay. two less, yes, well, less sports related we'll get off sports for a second no no yeah it, it's it's been brought to everyone's attention that they are they're considering going to heidi klum's annual hollywood halloween bash this year, they're thinking of going together and dressing as a couple, and they've joked about going as Barbie and Ken. Oh, uh, from what some are calling the best movie of the year, Barbie, now streaming on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, <laughs> Google Play, and Vudu, amongst other platforms, you can also buy a copy on Blu-ray. Written oh. and directed by the incomparable Greta Gerwig, starring Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, and America Ferrara. Barbie, she does everything, he's just Ken. Uh, so we, I think we'd all like to see... Uh, these two go to Heidi Klum's party, uh, yeah. but I don't think that's the costume. I, I don't think I think Barbie and Ken is too on the nose. It's yeah. too cliche. Uh, I thought of a different costume. I asked you to, if you wanted to maybe come up with a costume idea oh, yeah, for I'm them. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to go first? Or? Sure, go first. Yeah, I'll go first. I think what they should do. I think they should go as Seth Rogen and Katherine Heigl from Knocked Up. I think Travis Kelsey, he's a comedy guy. He wants to get into acting. He wants to get into... He's hosted Saturday Night Live this past year. Oh. Uh, After the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, he he got got to host Saturday Night Live, and he wasn't bad. I I watched it, and... It wasn't good, but he's not like you would think it would be awful. And it's like, oh no, he actually he has some comedic timing, and when he's when his confidence gets going, he can he can do it. Mm. Um. So yeah, he gets to you know, so he gets to lean into the comedy of it. Sure. They can, they both get to wear like a little bit of like a chubby because she's because <laughs> <laughs> she's pregnant and he's chubby, so they Hilarious. can both do like a couple's like belly, mm-hmm. belly. Uh, you know, she's blonde. Catherine Heigl was blonde. I, I think we're you know the the two thousands are having a little bit of a nostalgia moment. Mm. You, you get knocked up back in. I think that's the costume for them. And it would get everyone talking. Is this a signal? Is she knocked up? Yeah, you know, there. I, mean, I didn't even think of this. Yeah. This is where we need a woman's brain to think, <laughs> to think this way. <laughs> 
there will be some conversation about, hey, uh, maybe this is a sign. Are, right. are they thinking of having a baby? Are yes. they? Yeah. You so need great. the woman's brain to <laughs> insert metaphors into the conversation. Wow. Yes, I mean, my God. Us men, we cannot do that. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm sorry. If they wear a Halloween costume, they're just wearing a Halloween costume. The world is literal, and that's how it is. Excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. You have a pussy. Right. Okay. Metaf- here they come with their metaphors. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, that's my costume. I think that, that, should, I think that should be mm. uh, what it is. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. For a second, when you were starting with Seth Rogen, I immediately went to, for some reason, I've, I've only ever seen like half of this movie when it's on TV, <laughs> but it's like Zach and Miri make a porno. Oh, my God. Zach and Miri make a porno. <laughs> Seth Rogen will Elizabeth Banks, yeah. Kevin Smith, what a weird New Jersey movie. Zone. Saw it in theaters. Good for you. Saw it in theaters. Gosh. Had a great time watching it yeah. in theaters. Was very stoned. Nice. My friends John and Brad. Shout out John and Brad. Shout out. What's up? Uh, and then, and, and that would also be a good costume if they went to right. Zach and Miri make a porno. That would even get more speculation going. Are these yeah. two doing OnlyFans? Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, is this going to be a debut of their pornographic content themselves? Yeah, yeah. Which I think, I think they'd make a lot of money. Of course. I'm sure. What other Seth Rogen films could they go as? I'm sorry, now I'm like yeah. just going down the well, Seth Rogen I mean, line. I mean, if, one thing, they they could do Pineapple Express where like she mm. does Franco, right. he does Seth Rogen. Oh my God, Taylor Swift dressed up as a James Franco. <laughs> I mean. She just completely <laughs> overlooked the fact that everyone is still on the fence about Franco and she just, that's how she blew her career by doing a Franco costume. I would love it. Counterculture you know? hero would be, I, would, I, mean, I mean, at that point. I mean, she would finally become like, yeah, she would legit like earn like a kind of like I don't know. Yeah, an edge would do. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but um, that would be hilarious if that was her downfall. The one mistake she made was dressing yeah. up as James Franco from Pineapple she, Express. Yeah, she survived the controversial <laughs> Maddie Healy. But I right. think the James Franco costume would be one step too far. The Swifties would finally turn, and that would be it. He hooked up with women who went to his <laughs> acting school. He took advantage of... Sorry, I'm going to get... Anyway. Um, yeah. How could they... How, they signed up for school with James Franco. How could they think that yeah. wouldn't turn out perfect? Sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I support women, but I'm, I'm just making jokes on a podcast. We, okay. are, we, are, we are supporters of women here of at the Entertainment Entertainment of Podcast. Uh, I think, of course, another hilarious Seth Rogen themed costume could be uh, what was the movie where he has sex with the president and she's oh uh, um, uh, the, the assistant or whatever what movie if it's you I don't know it's it doesn't even something like yeah, that. yeah. You, you know so you could have Travis Kelsey playing the schlubby Brooklynite right uh, reporter and then she plays who was it um Oh, Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Yes. That's who it was. Yeah, and then yes. she could do Charlize, couple blondes again. Yeah, and just uh, what Seth Rogen's uh, L.A. hipster era, which he still is in. Which he still is in. He's really trying to outdo Jonah. Yeah. He's really trying to outdo Jonah. Yeah, as far as uh, fashion goes. Yeah, yeah, he needs to send some controlling texts. To I think that's the surfing. next <laughs> to his to his 24-year-old influencer surfer girlfriend. Right, yeah. But unfortunately, Seth Rogen's just kind of married, so yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. No, he seems like happily married without children. It's yeah, so nice. it's a good. Yeah, good for him. He's got his pottery. You know, I'm a Seth yeah. Rogen fan. I'm just going to come out and say it. I think it's kind of cool to hate on him right now. I'm really? standing behind yeah. Seth. He gets oh, yeah. a lot of hate on the internet. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. He's. I, I think he's funny. I, I, I think he's good. Oh yeah, I and, always love Seth Rogen. Yeah. 
always happy to see him, you know. Uh, yeah, support his his pottery. Happy that he got to. I feel like during the whole um, when social justice issues were like really really heightened during the um, I guess it was like the end of the the pandemic during the pandemic era. But like yeah. people actors were still promoting projects, and that's where like Matt Damon every other day was getting shit for like being inappropriate. Just people not understanding that Matt Damon is like a a man who has been famous since the nineties, and he's now he's, just like a fifty year old dad. Yeah, like he doesn't know <laughs> anything, and please stop expecting Matt Damon to have the correct. Opinion opinion on uh, a trans like he's just not um, and yeah and no to Matt trying. and no he's to trying. yeah and like and, and a note to Matt Damon too just zip it I think both sides yeah, were wrong both, both sides were wrong in this but um, I feel like during that time that's when Seth Rogen was really talking about his pottery because I think he was like trying to dodge any any like Matt Damon trying to just stay completely uncontroversial yeah, like, yeah yeah he's like oh did I mention like anything he promoted I feel like he was talking about his pottery and I feel like that was I, I think more actors should who are like at that age where they could probably step in it you know, need to have like a kind of like artistic project to yeah, like, uh, beyond their know? like beyond their Hollywood career. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Matt Damon uh, should have just be like, do you know I paint self portraits? Pivot the conversation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? gardening something. Some, yeah, he needs something. to. Yeah, Matt Damon is trying to grow the world's largest pumpkin. There you go. And that's what we're talking about now is Matt yeah. Damon's. And we're not. We're not making Matt Damon get up and be like, my daughters are educating me. Right. <laughs> my daughters. My daughters told me that I can't play a black man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh god god show them yourself portraits yeah it is like because Matt Damon you get to a point where you are you're one step away from uh, Richard Dreyfus. Oh, <laughs> like, we can't even talk about Richard are, are people telling me I can't play a black man yeah. it's like well okay let's just if calm down if everyone wants to see yeah, it, <laughs> an older man losing it because the world has changed look up what Richard Dreyfus has been up to Lawrence Olivier did it in 1947 and he was phenomenal he did it beautifully <laughs> He did it beautifully. Um, that yeah. was the word. He yeah. did it beautifully. Yeah, we don't support Richard Dreyfuss' view on um, playing characters outside of your race. Just, no. But it's hilarious how uh, just completely off this man is. And uh, yeah, he's Dreyf- really resolute on his opinions. <laughs> and it's kind of funny in that way. <laughs> yeah, Richard Dreyfuss needs to just relax a yeah, little bit. Just enjoy a walk. Don't be sir, walking around. you were in Jaws. Have you ever to Hawaii? I mean, it's not a great time to go. But something like that. Go Yeah, go just yeah, hang out. Yeah. You know, do your two-mile walk. Yeah. And just, you know, don't be so upset thinking that the world is yelling at you no. that you cannot play a black character. Yeah, no one's... And it's, 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 it's okay. And it's okay if the world is yelling that at Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. It's okay. if it's everyone... Yeah, anyway. Well, rabbit holes, but... Um... Yeah, rabbit hole there. Uh, anyway, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift is the couple yes. of... The 2020s, as yes. far as I'm concerned. Okay, I'm going to do my my Halloween, yeah, what's your costume? My Halloween yeah. costume for them um, was obviously the 70s uh, vocal duo, the Carpenters, um, because Taylor is very thin and she's musical talent. I think she could nail Karen. And then I do think um, they have more of a brother sister vibe to me. <laughs> I think they could really, really nail that brother and sister vibe. Wow, yeah, as the okay. Carpenters, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think that's a great. I think that's a good call. It, Taylor can. Like walk around with a drum set, right? Karen, she yep. was like a drummer, right? Mm-hmm. Karen Carpenter, so, you know, yeah. Taylor could have like a drum set attached to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about the male. Who's the the guy Carpenter? Uh, Richard Carpenter was the brother. He played the piano, but he could he do like a. T- they could guy. do like a set. It's also seventies fashion. Yeah, just wear which, some flowing seventies. You know, yeah, and, and then they could talk about how great the Carpenters are, and you know, um, you know, maybe raise some awareness for um, you know eating disorders. It could be like a whole yeah. thing. You know? Yeah, there you mm-hmm. go. It's a good PR move, right? You, yeah, good, good call. 
all there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Travis Kelsey can, you know, show off more of his creative side. Yeah. Which, I mean, which is clearly what he's... Because everyone is... Yeah, yeah. Not to jump. I'm not trying to jump. Oh, no. Jump, jump. Uh, but yeah, because everyone's talking about how, like, oh, Taylor's using Travis or whatever. Or, like, his, like, ex- it's like they're using each other oh, here. Like, yeah. this is a mutual yeah. beneficial thing. And, and here's my thing is, this is what I was going to say. Watching Taylor Swift watch him at the game... I am sorry. They're not fucking. I am sorry. Wow. That is not how you watch someone that you're having sex with. You don't. Yeah. If you're if you're watching someone you're having sex with do something athletically, you are sizing them up the entire time. Like, oh, look how they move that way. Look how they move. Like, you're not <laughs> screaming like it's your brother. I'm sorry. Like, mm. you're, you're, it was com- it's completely fake. This. Yeah. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. But no, I know. In my opinion, and even if they have like a, a, a J Lo and Ben kind of like business relationship. That's fine for the sports fans, but I'm just saying the way she watched him play football, it was a complete performance. Either it was way, a performance. It was yeah. a performance, and that's yeah. not how you watch someone you're having sex with. You're too busy, especially if it's new relationship. My God, she is watching him and sizing up how he moves. What's he? You know what I mean? You're not. Yeah. yeah I, I just, I just don't think that's how you watch someone that you're fucking. I don't care. Yeah. But it was a good performance. But I just, I don't believe they're not. They're not intimate. No way. Yeah. No. I. I you know, it's hard to argue that. Uh, as deep down as my cold, tiny heart wants it to be real, it, yeah. you know. But I think it makes. I think business wise, it makes sense for both of them. Oh, he's, yeah. he's, you know, he's bigger than he ever would have been just playing football I mean, uh, after this. And clearly, he wants to get into entertainment. Like yeah. He's got his. He's got his podcast. He's like, so he's. You know, this is a good move for him there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love it. and I want it to be real. Okay. And Taylor, yeah, and Taylor gets to do her, this is her, like, all-American girl dating the football yeah. player. This is, like, her phase. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah, she dated a Kennedy. Like, she's all about this. Yeah. She's all about oh, this Oh, she was stuff. with, like, the Kennedy kid for a while, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, anyway, yeah, no, I, it makes sense. It's a complete, you know, like you said, they're doing it right. They're going to both benefit from this, but... Oh, that's just not how you want someone that you're having sex with on the field. I just, I disagree. No, I, I, you know what, what I should have done is like tried to go and is gone back and tried to find footage of Madonna watching Rodman because mm. they were fucking. Yeah. Those two were fucking. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how, you know, how that looked. That's true. That's true. Uh, and yeah, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but like loved in Rodman's book where he talks about how when Madonna came to his game in Utah, that's when he was like, wow, this is real. She <laughs> likes me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. He was like, there were other celebrities there, like Woody Allen and yeah. Jack Nicholson and then Madonna. And it's like, of course she's going to stand out when the other two celebrities are just like older men. You know? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. That's uh, like if Taylor Swift was there and then the other two celebrities were like, I don't even know, like... um. Robert Redford and like fucking, you know, I don't know. Robert Redford and Gene Hackman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. It's like, well, of course. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, um. so so I love it. I get two, I give it two thumbs up. I want it to be realer than it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that this is something that just like three years, they get married, all of a sudden they're married and they're together for like five plus years. Yeah, me too. That's what I really hope happens. (laughs) Me too. Um, I don't know if I have much else more to say about that topic. That was good. But I'm for it. Okay. I'm for it, and I love it. Yep, at the Entertainment Entertainment Podcast, pod, I Can't Talk podcast, we support these two in their journey. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Speaking of people whose journey we support. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tom Sandoval released his podcast, Everyone mm. Hates Tom. Everyone Loves Tom. Oh, sorry. Everyone loves Tom. I think it's Everyone Loves Tom. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Um, we should get it right. Sorry. And... Um, 
so yeah, he released his podcast at the same time that his new reality show, Special Forces, that he's on came out. Yes. Um, and we watched like half an episode of Special Forces and it was... Everybody loves... It is Everybody Loves Tom. It's on streaming platforms. You can get it where you get your podcast. There you go. Sorry. Yeah. Everyone Loves Tom. Special Forces, which was kind of highly entertaining. We only watched like half the episode, but if anything... Just it looks... For, yeah. Tara Reid. Just Tara Reid alone on that show is worth watching. I mean, my God. Yeah. Well, they have a good cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you read alone, oh my god! The seeing this, making this, then making them this woman do a tightrope, like just walk across two poles, and then there's just a cliff as she hangs, and then she just immediately falls. Like, yeah, (laughs) I apparently I listened to a podcast. I listened to Tara Reid on a podcast talking about it, and she Mm. was just like, "Yeah, like two days before, I like like found out I was going to do the show, and I just like went." Like she, she did not prepare at all. So she literally found out two days before that like she was going to. No, yeah. Yeah. So she found out two days before that she was going to do this. So she just like went and then yeah had to tight walk a metal basically tightrope uh, suspended over the mountains like completely insane. And she immediately just falls. Yeah. And then gets back up and then it's like a <laughs> it's like a sack of potatoes kind of falling over. Yeah, she onto does hang something. over the pool like she's just kinda of hanging over, yeah, it's like almost, like a blanket. It's yeah, yeah it's like sculptural. Yeah. Her, her body is is performing like sculpture. It just becomes these shapes and forms and it's very satisfying. And you really root for her because she tries to have, sneak some cigarettes and they, they don't let her sneak cigarettes. So. No, the army guys that they have there are really giving them the business. <laughs> yeah, these Oh, God, yeah, these army. And then Jojo Siwa is just kind of fascinating to watch because she's just clearly never herself. Like, I just feel like she's never, like, she's kind of performing in this cute way for them, you know? I feel like she's she's kind of one of those people that's been on TV since she was a child. She was like a child. And and that's all she does. Yeah. And so it's kind of interesting to watch her, like... Just, yeah, yeah, ugh, it's, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah, and I think there's like, yeah, because it was like anyone who was athletic was able to do it. Like, <clears throat> Jack it like, Osborne nailed it. Jack Osborne Rushed. was on there. I completely forgot Jack Osborne's <laughs> on. Yeah, what a, what a performance from Jack Osborne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, he got, got across. across. He got yeah. across, right? Yeah, I think uh-huh. Sandoval got across. Mm-hmm. The athletes got across. Um, I think JoJo got across. I don't think. No, she no, fell. She fell. Yeah, she she fell. fell. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yep. Look at me. I'm completely wrong. <laughs> no. Uh so it's 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 kind of entertaining, yeah. It's it's all these, you know. It's a good group. Brian Austin Green, if you're a two and fan, is in there. Mm, very confident. Yes, yes. Very okay. confident. He's blonde for some reason, and he's very confident. Father um, of Megan Fox's child. Yes. Right. Yes. Is that okay? So yeah. he's he's not trying to prove that he's more of a man than uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> he's just in it to prove it to himself. Um, yeah. Hey. <clears throat> so go, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's a good show, and just yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I think these moves Sandoval is making post Scandoval are like tremendous. I, I yeah. think he's like crushing this. Yeah, and it's kind of like low key too, where it's yeah. not as like where Ariana's all all the things that she was doing during Scandoval. It was like announced every other day. It was almost overload with how many endorsement deals she was doing, yeah, and like yeah. everything was just. But now you're kind of seeing what Tom has been like silently working on while everyone tells him to fuck off. Yeah, and. and it's it's I, I enjoyed his podcast. We listened to the first episode of his yes. podcast, and I really liked it. I thought, I thought it, was it was great. Good. I loved the uh, breakdown when it was just him and his drummer kind of breaking down their tour, yeah. like recapping their tour. That was really cool to hear. We yeah. of course we of course were in attendance at the May uh, on the May Flowers tour. Yep. Uh, at uh, Webster Hall. What do you play? Webster Gramercy. Grand the Gramercy Theater was a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a great show. So yeah, it was cool to get those details. Yeah. Um. 
so yeah, the podcast episode, it starts off with Tom is talking with one of his band members from the most extras and we're getting the inside look, um, into the tour. And, uh, they're talking about how there was a, there's scandal about how Tom, whether or not Tom pays his band members. Do you remember that? Anyway, yeah. they're talking about that, and and it, I think they were they came to like the conclusion that they're talking they were comparing themselves to Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, <laughs> and he was just like, "Do you think Bruce doesn't pay the E Street Band?" And it's just like, "Yeah, definitely. That's that's the analogy. <laughs> you guys on the E Street, you yeah, like yeah, it's really fun to listen to him um, talk about his band and talk about the hate and like." Um, when he talked about how during during the beginning of all the scandal rolling out, he was like, I was losing all these, endo- you know, I was losing, like, they were talking about how they had to go on tour, basically. Because he had no money coming in. Yeah, yeah but, like, but the yeah. big, the big um, deal that he lost was Winter House, which is, like, hilarious. Yeah, he did say, yeah, he was supposed to do Winter House, but that which fell through. Which is hilarious, because yeah. Winter House, like, he isn't even a main character on the show. Him mm-hmm. and Schwartz would come in and do, like, three days at Winter House. It's like the Summer House show in the winter. Yeah, okay. And so they were basically guest star on yes. it, kind of. I mean, yeah, okay. I don't know if they were meant to be more, like, on this full, on this season, but he was just like, yeah, I lost everything. I lost Winter House, <laughs> and I lost Winter House. <laughs> it was like, that was the only loss. Um, yeah, it was, it, sorry, am I talking too much? No, um, no, 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 yeah, no, thanks for... Then, um, I also loved when they were talking about how the haters who showed up to his concert yeah. were all converted, because, um... Uh, he they all saw the trolls like rocking out and like how he said that um Tom's reason that like he Tom would just always take pictures with them and he would never judge them even if they were wearing like offensive t-shirts like we saw where yeah. it was like this one t-shirt this girl had just said like Tom's mom your son needs to go to therapy yeah, or some like weird shit like that weird. like the shirts were beyond like just like Tom sucks fuck Tom like it was yeah. just so, people would wear some weird stuff that yeah, was just like made no sense and absolutely no sense I like that they called out too that like the a lot of the hate like the, the hardcore Scandival haters too would be dancing and singing the whole show and then for two seconds would just like take a picture of themselves like flipping off the stage yeah to be like we hated this this sucked but then and they're then, like I'm sorry is that a fallout boy cover <laughs> yeah yeah so the trolls rocked out and tom said that the reason why he like you know would not judge them is because you know he hates when people judge he's like i hate it when people judge me for what i wear so oh wow yeah great <laughs> he's he's a man of the people tom sandoval he can relate he can relate he wears outlandish clothes yeah. so he appreciates fashion um then we got into his sobriety um, he talks about how he, he was like, I stopped drinking the day Rachel went into Meadows. So he... Was that the rehab? Yeah. The Meadows is the rehab? Yeah, okay. So he's calling Raquel Rachel. So that's like official. Yeah, yeah I mean, she's, she's Rachel. Rachel. She's Rachel now. Yes. Hey, she's Rachel. Yeah, I just remember him saying, like, he was like, yeah, for me, I got to a point where, like, I just start drinking as soon as I finish working out. <laughs> I know. I would work amazing. out and then I would just start drinking. Yeah, he was like, if I wasn't drinking, I was working out. If I wasn't working out, I was drinking. Was like, <laughs> yeah. Wow, we actually 100% believe that. Yeah, totally. It makes yeah. a lot of sense when you, thinking back to the last season of Vanderpump, and, like, there's that one scene, which is amazing, from, like, the final episode where him and Rachel are together, mm-hmm. and they both, like, immediately crack a beer, and you're like, wow, he, like, it was out of control for Tom. Yeah. It, it was is. out of control. And it's also shocking to see, like, Raquel slam a Coors Light, and I'm like, that is some 20s calories, carbs. <laughs> like, to see these people who are so conscious about their looks slam beers is just mind-blowing. I'm like, I can't believe they're drinking carbs like this. It's, yeah. You know, they're, they're clearly desperate. 
desperate. I mean, they were doing like Coors Light cans and shots of like whatever. Yeah, yeah, like what? Yeah, it just was like some dark a heavy, drinking. a heavy liquor. Yeah, it was some dark drinking. Um, so yeah, we get it. He guess he's been sober, and then the first guest they bring on is Kyle Chan, who. I thought he was a great first guest because he's connected to Vanderpump. He's like the jeweler friend of theirs. I think he designed um, Katie's ring for Schwartz. Eh, okay. Something like that. Yeah. Um, he's been on a few times, but I really enjoyed him. Um, of course, he's promoting an alcohol brand, which is okay. like, that's also classic Vanderpump. You know, yeah. everyone has an alcohol, which is of WeHo, alcohol, yeah. Tom's good loving. I mean, at this point, it's just if you're a celebrity, you have an alcohol. <sighs> yeah, it's Emma true. Watson has a liquor, Clooney, everyone. The Rock. Yeah, it's all over the place so now they're drinking kyle chan's liquor and then i'm like is tom drinking like they don't really clarify it sounds yeah. like tom was drinking with them <laughs> maybe he's, he's got water okay. so we, we, you know maybe he's just doing some water with them we, we didn't see yeah so it was a little confusing because they were all like celebrating this booze and they didn't clarify that tom, it sounded like they were drinking and i kind of liked the kind of like live feeling of them just drinking like i liked the vibe of the podcast like it wasn't like, yeah. overly produced no it no was, it's, it was just a fun hangout yeah, yeah it was a fun hangout exactly yeah. um um, and then we got a story about the um, next season of Vanderpump Rules where the videos already uh, leaked about um, the fight that Tom broke up. Yeah, okay. Um, and apparently that happened at Kyle Chan's launch party for this alcohol. Mm. I guess that's going to be featured on the show. Okay. And, um, yeah, so I guess it was two... It wasn't anybody really involved. It was just two random guys, and Tom was just, like, very happy to describe how he broke it up. And then I was like, is this okay with Bravo, that he's just, like, discussing the future plot kind of of the show? But I guess, you know, I don't know. I would think so. I think it generates hype for the show. I guess you so. Know, it probably makes people want to want to see the, see the fight and see it happen. Yeah. Uh, and then they got into more about how rough it was for Tom during the whole... Um, onslaught of the scandal hate and they were and kyle chan was just like it was so hard for you like you couldn't tag any of your nobody wanted to be you know associated with you like you couldn't even tag your hairdresser (laughs) like like, one of the examples is that tom couldn't tag the businesses that he was working with because people didn't want to be associated with him yeah unbelievable unbelievable yeah no yeah he was like he talked about how it was hard to be his friend at that point yeah, and I, like, yeah. and they addressed how he wasn't really showering, so maybe the rumors about him stinking were kind of true. Cause he, I, I mean, I guess I could see if he fell into a deep depression, he had a week or two there where he was pretty funky. Yeah. I mean, that, that I could see that happening. And then they go more into his depression, and, and that's when Tom gets classic Tom Sandoval. This is why we love him, because he's always got the monologue ready. Yeah. He always has the, the monologue, the acting class monologue ready, because they talk about how Tom was really not in a good headspace during the whole Sandoval, Scandoval hate. And do you remember this point in the podcast where Tom is like, I remember this one time, and I'll never forget this. I was a huge Linkin Park fan. You wow. know where this is going. He says that to his bandmate. You know where this is going. And I was like, I, oh no, where is this I, going? I'll be honest, I didn't get through the entirety of the podcast. Oh, so I, I did. Don't worry. Is he? I think I know where this is going, but I'm going to let it finish. Okay, yeah. So this is what Tom says. He goes, I remember this one time. I'll never forget this. I was a huge Linkin Park fan. You know where this is going. (laughs) And I was at the Grove. And apparently, so I was like, wow, where is this going? This is an awesome story so far about like, you know. um, So he's a Linkin Park fan and he's at the Grove. And don't we know where this is going? Um, Apparently he (laughs) saw Chester. The story then is about how he saw Chester Bennington. Well, so he saw Chester. Like really out of it at the Grove right Mm. before he, yeah, 
right before oh. he unfortunately so that's it just got that's dark. really dark. yeah wow that's <laughs> yeah. dark okay really 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 dark and then this is why yeah it's good to listen to the whole it, it was really rewarding to listen to the whole podcast because there was some kind of like he talked about how tom talked about how he resents rachel for leaving and going to this rehab um he says mm. that he's almost like tearing up and he and he says like through tears he's like i would have loved to have run away but I didn't. I got on that stage. Wow. <laughs> I mean. Whoa. Yeah, so he's kind of mad at, at Rachel, Raquel. It's hard for me to call her Rachel, but. Clearly, he seems to feel, he feels somewhat abandoned he by her. He does. Because yeah. then wow. he, he even said that um, he was really upset that she said she felt like she was alone in this. Because he was like, you're not alone. Like, I'm. Mm. So, yeah, things are maybe a little tense between him and Rachel. Um, yeah, it sounds like because that's over. It seems like yeah, him and, I guess. Him and her. Uh, it sounds. It seems like that's kind of. I think they still talk. I think they're still. It seems like from. But just as far as romantically, yeah, I it don't seems think, like it's kind of done. No, I think he has apparently has a new girlfriend. That's what like the yeah okay. Um, and, and and he kind of addressed the Billy rumors where he just said that like anybody he was pictured with like Billy Lee, there was rumors that he was hooking up with them. So he kind of I think dispelled the whole Billy rumors. Yeah, so he seems to be denying that yes. something happened between them. Um, and then another amazing part was where they were talking about how he went to therapy, and it was amazing how um, Tom Sandoval was blown away by how helpful therapists were. He was like, "Yeah, like ther- <laughs> my therapist." It was, like, crazy. Like, he was able, like, I was able to apply what we were working on in therapy in real time and then go back to him and be like, yo, that worked. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hearing Tom talk about how blown away he was that therapy worked was kind of refreshing. Yeah, wow. He was just like, yeah, it's crazy. It's like you talk to them and they give you advice and Mm. then you try it out with the crisis you're facing and then it kind of works and then you go back to them and, like, talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Mental health advocate, Tom Sandoval. Yes. um, Yes. Uh, He talked about how when after the whole Scandoval hit and like Raquel and him were just kind of so lost and they just like went on this like awful paparazzi walk and like made out, but they weren't really connected. They were both just like doing Mm. it for the cameras. Mm, And he was like, it felt like making out with your mistress at your wife's funeral. What? I wonder how long he thought of that line. That's why, he, <laughs> yeah, like, that's why yeah. he's the best. Yeah, Because yeah. he's, like, got these, yeah, like, actor yeah. sound bites. Ready to go. Yeah. Rehearses them. The, the paparazzi makeout is so disgusting. It is. It's, yeah. like, such a thing right now. And oh, it's, like, yeah. great. It's, it's gross. Yeah. I mean, the Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner PDAs are just, like... Yeah, Jeremy Allen oh. White has been, like, Frenching, like, Instagram girls on the street. Nice. Like, like, he got divorced and, like, immediately is, like, Frenching Instagram girls. Just first, first base for paparazzi. Yeah, first base paparazzi. Uh, who is another one? Um, M. Ratarata and Harry Styles, oh, I think, had, like... Uh, each other. Yeah, they have, like... So strange. <laughs> yeah. Um... All right, we're almost to the end of this episode. So then um, the guy, Kyle Chan, like, starts to give good advice. Like, you know, everyone needs time and, like, time will heal this. And then they start talking about how Tom and Ariana are still living together. That's crazy. And we learn that Ariana has apparently softened her vibe around Tom a little bit. Okay. And basically the story was just Tom was like, yeah, the other day I was, like, making breakfast. 
and she came down and like went through some boxes. So it's pretty, it's really good <laughs> like, between us. Like it's like really like yeah. So wow. yeah, time will forgive because she's already going through boxes while I'm making um, food in the other kind of room. So, <laughs> so that's a good <laughs> sign. Yeah. She's no longer telling him he wants to die. She yeah. wants him to die. So they that's can good. kind of coexist. Yeah. In their, I, I think that's the real scandal at this point. Why are they still living in this? Yeah, same no, house? this isn't healthy. Why? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think his therapist needs to ask him this question. It too. has like, to be financial. There yeah. has to be something awful. Yeah, that they can't leave. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know if they're both they both bought that house together. They're both on the deed, and it's like because I do think there's like with marriage laws, just a bunch of crazy. They're not married they're though, not right? Married. They're not married. No, hmm. and it's also like you really don't even have that enough money to get like a shitty. You know, just crash pad. Like it's just strange. It's I guess it's such a big house. It's too, weird that they. That, yeah, the, I mean, the weird to me, the weird thing is that they just like haven't sold it and split them. I mean, I don't know what the yeah house ownership situation is, but like to me, I'm like, I think at that point you just sell the house and then split the money. And, that's what Katie and Tom and see, did. Yeah, and that's what they did. You know, that's uh, why I'm like, there's something there. That is the real. That's what I really want to know. What the yeah, fuck? And, yeah. and it annoys me that none of the friend like it doesn't like Kyle Chan. I thought he was doing a great job, kind of like getting stuff out of Tom. But it's like some can someone ask this man why is he like. Why? Because they all know why. That's why they're not asking. Like, there's something there. To yeah, me. Like, that's yeah. What I no, there's know. an unspoken thing going on with this absolutely. living situation. Yeah, absolutely. it sounds very hostile. Yeah, like if it's at the point where you're saying that things are good because your wife was in your presence, right? That and that's what was good is that yeah. she was able to be in your presence. I mean, not his wife, but whatever. You know, whatever. It's Ex-partner. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on there? We need to dig deeper. Come on, yeah, yeah. that's what I want to know. Why is this house not sold yet? Why are you both still living there? Or like, yeah. what's happening? Yeah, to me, that's like the real, like something, something sinister there. I don't know. And then, so at the end of the podcast, um, the guy Kyle Chan kind of like urges Sandoval to apologize. So just of, in general, just a yeah, general apology. Which is, like, yeah. yeah, like, this guy Kyle is, like, a good PR person, yeah. almost. So Tom is kind of, like, taken aback, and he starts to apologize. <laughs> and um, he goes, so this is what Tom, this is, like, the Tom's apologies. He can't apologize. His, his apologies are awful. So his apology, he's, like, so Tom goes, um, um, yeah, my emotions made me, like, a drug addict. It sucks, and I'm sorry for all the people I hurt. And they say there's a thin line between love and hate, and the opposite of hate is indifference. And then Superstar starts to play. Like, I made a note. I love his Superstar's chimes transition that he's been doing. So that's his apology, is that there's a thin line between love and hate, and the opposite of hate is indifference. Well said. Well said. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he's, I think these, yeah, like I said before, I think these are all great moves for him. There's some rumors going around that he's on this season of The Masked Singer. Yes. Which I was thinking of this because, you know, we watched the first season of The Masked Singer and then we kind of fell out of it. Yeah. I'm like, I think Tom Sandoval is the last celebrity who could get me interested in The Masked Singer. I was trying yeah. to think of, like, what celebrity I could hear is rumored to be currently on it. And I'm like, I don't even know if there is one. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I have this weird thing 
the first, unfortunately, Kid Rock came to mind because I'm like, I weirdly watch. It's, it's <laughs> disturbing. My, it's not good. And I know he's problematic. And he's an awful human being. But I sadly, if I, okay, yeah, I have to stop talking. But no, yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, no celebrity. No one. Like, no one. Yeah, totally. No one. Ugh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> you love Kid Rock. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> I know. Anyway, that's it. I'm, I'm going to stop talking about that. But speaking of music, right? Let's speaking good of music, transition. yeah. Well, what I was going to say was oh, like, sorry. even if it was like my guy Ben Affleck, I heard. I think oh, that might be the only okay. one I might tune in. If, if I hear it's like people think Ben Affleck is doing the mass Singer, I'd be like, all right, I have to see what this. What about Eminem? Eminem's interesting because he's. I don't even know what he would do. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, maybe you would get like a yeah. weird, like sad song from yeah, him. Yeah, like or is something. Eminem suddenly singing? Oh yeah, is yeah. He, that, that's an that's an interesting one. Yeah, uh, yeah, like Eminem. Or yeah, I mean, Lil Wayne, I guess, would be kind of interesting because he had yeah. a whole. He tried to do like rock, so if he kind of, you know, mm-hmm. j- did he do the Mass Singer already at one point? I feel like he did. He might have. I think he I think already he, did. I think he yeah. did kind of. Yeah. I yeah. Don't know. Okay. Um, um, yeah, Courtney Love. I might. I might watch. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If you heard, like, if you heard, but like, she would never. I don't. I don't, I don't think she would ever. Yeah, do I mean, that. I don't even. They probably wouldn't even hire her, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think she's. Uh, I just. I finally listened to the WTF with her, and it was really good. I just. Like, I, was it recent? They did it. No, it. it he. He did it. Mark Marin did it. Um, maybe like even two years. It might have been like a year ago. Oh, okay. I, so yeah. So yeah, like post pandemic. Okay. I, I couldn't listen to it because I just like couldn't take. Because sometimes Marin can be like. He can, like, the way he plays a straight man can be condescending. And I was like, I can't listen to him be condescending to her. And it wasn't. He was great. That's so good. it was good. That's I, good. I enjoyed it. That's I enjoyed good. I'll have to check that out. It's very good. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm also a Courtney Love fan. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, speaking of music, we also... I was I was rewatching um, Lost in Translation for some reason. And I got to the scene where Scarlett Johansson does a karaoke scene. And I was just <laughs> like, whoa. I tried, I, yeah. I don't I, remember this. Yeah, I re I rewatched that scene the other night. It's so bad. It's not good. It's so bad. Bill um, Murray's terrible in it and like I think Bill Murray there's two songs. He sings the Elvis Costello, I think he does pretty well. But the more sincere one where he sings more than this, right? Isn't that the other maybe one? Maybe that's he sings? the one I, I watched. I don't know. That's uh, okay. A, that's no, a, maybe I am thinking of the Elvis Costello I, one. I thought he I was like he's doing Elvis Costello pretty good, but the I was like, he can't even save this. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, God, Bill Murray looks terrible doing this. Yeah. And then Scarlett Johansson in her pink wig. Yeah. Doing her, like, cute girl. I'm special. <laughs> I'm special. Gonna use my arms. Yeah, that's Gonna good. Gonna use my legs. Yeah. Gonna use my side step. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, gonna use my fingers. It's very, like, um... I just think when she sings, she sounds like Lana Del Rey's worst SNL performance every time. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. just it's just like oh, I'm gonna use my gonna use my fingers. Yeah, because yeah, that's <laughs> way to go, ScarJo. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cause you brought to my attention after watching this that she had made actual music albums. Two albums. She made two albums. I was completely unaware of this. I remember this. It was like during the time where like, yeah, it was like the indie where everyone yeah, it was, was obsessed with kind of like rock two, music yeah, and yeah. early 2000s. It was 2008. Yeah, her first one in 2008 and then she did the one with Pete Yorn in 2009. Oh my God, that one is unlistenable. I'm sorry. I listened to two seconds of it and I heard her do this Zoe Deschanel old timey like, I sing old timey. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, and yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> 
I will not do this. Yeah, Harabu with Pete Yorn, like, it makes me long for the time when I shit my pants in second grade. Wow. Like, I was, like, that feeling of panic and, yeah. and just, like... I am not safe. I, yeah, no, just re- I re- refused to stand up mm. for the last two hours of the day because I'd shit oh, my no. pants. Oh, and I was, no. like, I was, like, I, I will take that feeling over listening to whatever these two are trying to do. I single-timey yeah, because <laughs> yeah, her first album, I I give I, I think if I'm ranking like the because that's where I went with this. I went her versus Zoe because okay, they they yeah, were like yeah. the you know so I I give her the like the hot actresses trying their hand at singing in the late 2000s. I give it to ScarJo over Zoe. Interesting. I do. I, I, I immediately my initial gut was I'm going Zoe. But I think I re-listened to the She and Him's first album. It's unbelievably bad. Yeah. She has this song called Not a Test where the first line is she goes, For those of you who tried but didn't make it. It's so bad. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. And I was like, and ScarJo's first album is so bad, but I'm like, at least it's trying something. It's like so much. It's trying something that's not just like, I'm an actress, cute girl, singing this song. Right. Like, it is trying something. And I, I, I even wrote that down, too. It's like, I appreciate this over, like, a leggings line, you know, over goop, over any other side Yeah, oh, project, totally, you know? yeah. It's like, I appreciate this kind of, like, weird album that she made yeah. where she literally, it kind of sounds like NyQuil Noir, where she just It has, is NyQuil she, Noir. Yeah, she has, like, bronchitis and made an album based on Tom, influenced by Tom Waits. Yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> that is what it sounds like. You There's know? a weird, the first song is this entirely instrumental track where I... Yes, it's called Fawn. The first track is instrumental and it's called Fawn. And I was a little like, fuck off with the instrumental track, ScarJo. A <laughs> little bit. It's funny too, because I'm like, I don't know what her involvement in this track is. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I don't know, did she play? Because it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, 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 not a chorus, but what's like a orchestra. It's like oh. almost like an orchestra sounding thing. And I'm like, was she conducting an orchestra here? Yeah. Like, what is her involvement in this song? Yeah, it's like, oh, she's an anti. Like, it's like, oh, we're here to listen to ScarJo's album. Oh, she doesn't sing on the first track. Edgy. Here she yeah. is. Edgy. Yeah. Edgy ScarJo. It's like, at that point, I was like, I'd really just rather listen to Paris Hilton, Stars Are Blind. You know? <laughs> I'm like, give me uh, rumors. Rumors, exactly. yeah, yeah. You know, let yeah. the rain, the Hills theme song by Hillary Duff. It was a little like, we came here. Mm. For Scarjo, don't give me fawns. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I want to yeah. hear. The, I want to hear this actress sing, please. It's yeah. So pretentious and stupid. But again, it's interesting. She's making some choices. I yeah. do, you know, it, you know, it's back and forth. It's like you love hate this kind yeah. of project. Yeah, like, <clears throat> for me, because which is just strictly speaking, her versus Zoe Deschanel. Like I would go her <laughs> her solo album number one. She and him's first album, number two, and then the Pete Yorn behind that. Because yeah. uh, the Pete Yorn is so bad. Unlistenable. It's just really unlistenable. Yeah. Uh, and I don't understand how this was happening in the late 2000s. It was a lot. It yeah. was just an explosion of, yeah, it was like the Killers came out, and then everybody, and then ScarJo was like, here's my Tom Waits inspired <laughs> album. Okay. Culture is strange. Um, yeah, there's a song called There's Nothing Sadder Than a Town Without Cheer. That's the second song. And yeah. I was like, well, I think the song about the <laughs> town is sadder than the, you know, there it's, it's is. hypothetical. Like, literally what you're singing also, is sadder than the, because the song what, is weird as hell. What is a town with no cheer? Like, what do you know. even, What I don't even know what she's talking about here. Well, is, that, is that every town? Like, what are you saying? I think she wants to be the, like, she tried to be a little, like, Stephen King 
Like, because she's using words instead of cars, she sings about locomotives. Oh my god! Yeah, like instead yeah, of, so and then bad. she All even right. uses the word xylophone. Yes, um, you know what? All right. So she's doing like a very because that's a when you start thinking about the lyrics, it's so bad. I just think yeah. like audibly, it just sounds interesting, more interesting than it's interesting the fact that it's kind of like it's like Bjork does Tom Waits or something. I don't know. But like, <laughs> it's like an A list actress. It, yeah, it's and very. It's like, it's very strange there's a lot of different things going on in the venn diagram of this album but um it's also like she kind of wants to be the decemberists you Mm, know a little bit i never really listened to them but i that is what i imagine them sound there's definitely songs about locomotives and xylophones yeah yeah was decemberist is that boney there was that like his band but at the same time like might as well have been okay and then i got to that song falling down and i was like are you fucking kidding me? Who is singing backup vocals? Did you notice who sings backup vocals? No. David Bowie. It's wow, Bowie. she had Bowie on there. Two songs. She had David Bowie doing backup vocals. Wow. Yeah. It was on um, this song called Fallen Down, which I think is the best song on the album. It's in my head. It stays in my head. And then there's Like another, he does like the chorus? He, no, he's kind of in the background just going like, Falling down. <laughs> like that stuff, you know? Okay. Um, so I was just like, Wow. I, when I when I discovered that she actually had David Bowie on this album, I was like, having naturally full lips as a woman really does give you confidence. I mean, the <laughs> fact that you are like, yeah, this is my first album. Oh, I sing like this. This is kind of how I sing. And yeah. I, I should definitely get David Bowie on this. You know what I And then he and just Bowie's accepts. like, white on. Yeah. White on. I'll sing the, I'll sing the background for I mean, you. I was like, is that, that must be like the only blessing about David's death with Amon is that she doesn't have to deal with fucking Scarlett Johansson coming around. And it, <laughs> you know, Amon was like, oh, okay, you want to sing on Scarlett Johansson's <laughs> album, David? Okay. You know what I mean? So she's like, why? Oh, you're such an artist. You got to go sing on Scarlett. Okay, David. You know, I bet she's like, you know, I don't miss that. I don't miss young actresses trying to sing with my husband. I really don't. So they were divorced at this point, <laughs> David Bowie. And... Oh, no, I'm just saying. Like, oh, oh. I'm just oh. saying, like, the only, like, because, you know, he died. David Bowie died. He was married to Amon. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, the I, I, only I see thing what you're that saying. Amon yeah, okay. mi- doesn't miss about having David yeah. Bowie in her life is having young actresses trying to, like, <laughs> constantly get him to sing on their records. You and know? just being like, sure. And being like, right on. What's it called? Falling, right? <laughs> I love you in that top, darling. You know? Yeah, okay, like, so, all right, I, I have to hear. All right, so this is falling down. I think this is the best song on, on her that she's recorded. And she's recording. There, Some of the songs are Tom Waits songs that she's recording. Oh, really? They're okay. literally covers of Tom Waits. It might even be this. I really don't know. I'm not a Tom Waits fan. I'm, I would never, never got, got yeah, into I, him. I never got into Tom Waits. I, there, I have some friends who like really got into him. He had yes. a moment in like the 2000, like around this time. Exactly. He like totally yeah. had a moment. And I, I was, was just like, I don't strokes, get it. The whole Strokes thing of like bringing retro culture into your music became mm. like a whole thing, I think. Yeah. I think they started that. Yeah, I remember one time we were like at uh, a friend of mine's parents had like a, a lake house uh and we would go there and like we were like sitting on this dock and like God. my front friend was like playing tom waits and i was just like i didn't say anything but i was just like i hate this i've never I just been never I, got into it i never could yeah i mean it's fine if i hear like one tom waits song but i'm never gonna <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good <laughs> wow that's pretty good I'm impressed. that's my tom waits <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, it's See, not easy. It's not easy. No. Yeah, maybe I'm hating on him, and maybe what he does is not easy. No. But, uh, but yeah, no, I just never got into it. No. Couldn't do it. But, yeah. This... I, I would rather listen to ScarJo. 
I would yeah. rather listen to ScarJo do this. Yeah, get fallen down in your head. Um, <laughs> yeah, I get. I feel like I the only like kind of like another silver lining about this. It is kind of a revenge for like hot altos, which is like because when I did mm. chorus in um like uh, alto is deep, right? Yes, okay. and like when I did chorus in like middle school and a little bit in high school, it was like all the kind of like you know like blonder, maybe more like you know all the like more like. They Not, got to do the falsettos. They got to be the sopranos, and I don't. I was an alto. Okay. I don't know why I was an alto. I was like, I think I'm a soprano, but I always was. It was like all the cute girls were the sopranos, and I was more. And I, and I was an alto, and I was always like, I kind of want to be a soprano. I like, like the know? alto girls. Yeah, so, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then same thing. There was the same kind of divide where it was like the cute girls all played like the they played flute and clarinet, and like I played trumpet. You know, so it was like always that. So I think this is like a revenge for like if you were a trumpet alto. I agree. Yeah, you have, you have ScarJo's album forever. Yeah, <laughs> you, you forever have ScarJo's mm-hmm. uh, "Where I Lay My Head" by Where Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, locomotive telephones <laughs> there. Just a busty alto, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Uh, so it was yeah. interesting. I, yeah, I, I, you know, at, you know, but when I, my first when I first listened to it, I was like, "This is so bad." Like my first was just like, "This is terrible." But it kind of grew. The first album, it kind of grew on me. I'm like, "It's kind of weird." Yeah. It's no, it's not she and him. No. Which is terrible and has aged horribly. Yeah. And I'm humiliated that I liked it at the time it came out. You probably just thought Zoe was cute. I did. I, yeah. and, you know, and that's the thing. Like, I, I think she's... I'm more attracted to her than Scarlett Johansson. And wow. I'm still like, I think Scarlett's better. I'd rather listen, her to, her, would rather listen yeah. to her music. So, exactly. it's not, so it's not just strictly me being like, I want to fuck Scarlett Johansson's big tits. So I want <laughs> So she's the better one here. Because yeah. I like Scarlett Johansson's big tits and ass. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I'm like, no, I think Zoe Chanel is better looking at the two. Mm, but But... You know, I think ScarJo gets the hotness because her music's better. You know, yeah, I, I like her weird album. And now that I'm, we're talking about it, I'm like, you know, I do support this. Uh, what was it yeah. called? Anywhere I Lay My Head. Anywhere I Lay My Head. It's I, not, and it's not even good, but it's interesting. Yeah, it's, it, weird. it's at least interesting. Yeah. it's like it's not. It's like there's, it's something. Yeah, it's something. And I was like, so, which is more than I, more credit than I expected to give her. If I was as physically blessed as ScarJo and had the success that she did, like. Like, yeah. don't we all have like a weird embarrassing like if anyone were in her, the the power that this young girl oh, had yeah. to like make anything happen and get Bowie to sing on her song yeah and she was probably know? like 25 26 at this Even point probably, probably younger probably younger because yeah. when I was watching uh, I was looking up for a lot I think she was 17 in Lost in Translation she was very young so wow. like, she was famous young yeah, that's what I'm okay. saying it's like if you were young and that and- was like 99 so yeah she was she was like literally probably like 25 26 yeah, yeah. So she was young which is young 25 yeah. 26 is so young if I yeah if I had been famous for nine years when I yeah. was 26 years old. Sex yeah, symbol. I, I literally would probably have four rap albums out. <laughs> yeah, right exactly. now, Like, yeah. I would, like, literally, yeah. I'd have four rap albums produced right exactly. now. Exactly. So, it's not it's not the worst, and it's cool that it's kind of weird. Um, yeah, but the, but the one with Pete, Pete oh, Yorn is uh, in, unforgivable. That one's unforgivable. terrible. That one, I'm like, give me she and him over the Pete Yorn one. Right. So, I'm like... M. Ward, who I'm not necessarily... I don't know anything about him other than the She and Him album, but mm-hmm. I'm like, he's better than Pete Yorn. Pete Yorn, no. And just absolutely no. So he just shows so ridiculous that you at least get, like, value out of it from, like, that aspect. Right. Like, this is insane. Yeah. Uh, how did this happen? For those of you... I gotta, I gotta play that <laughs> no, really no. quick. No, I, I can't stand that old-timey voice. It's, it's really... It's so bad, and it's really quick. It starts right off the start. So this is her, she's getting into it, getting a little M-Ward strumming going on. Here we go. 
right, it's one more of these, and then okay. here we go. We'll keep okay. it going. Okay. Gotta get the guitar. For those of you no. Oh no 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 no! It, that was the whole thing. That it's was like, the whole thing, and and she doesn't have a bad voice. Like no. it's not bad, but it's it's, it's just peak twee. It's, it's just so twee. Yeah, and um yeah, it was like that whole thing too with like what was the girl. Rabbit, the girl Jenny Lewis was big at that yeah, time too. It was like all yeah, about that, like yeah. kind of twee female singer songwriter. Yeah. It was very big. Jenny so. Lewis, uh, who was who's the girl that Andy Samberg's married to? Um, Joanna Newsom. Joanna Newsom. Yeah, yeah. I think she was like big at that point. I never listened to her. My friend Rory was really into her, but I never. I, I yeah, never... My, my friend Meg was like really into her, yeah. but I, I didn't. I, I I've not heard one of her songs, but she's married to Andy Samberg, who I like. Yeah. So there you go. Credit for who she's married to. No, sure. Didn't like the Lonely Island. Didn't they all like marry indie musician girls? Kind of. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure. Pop feel, star rules. I feel like they're yeah. Pop star is so good. Yeah. I, I mean, I unabashed. Lonely Island fan, love yeah, those guys. But yeah, good. I do kind of think they're just like all married to like indie musician girls. I think one of them's married to like another performer. I think that, yeah, either performer. Yeah, or, or maybe that's what I'm thinking. You know, maybe more like just that. yeah, would just like kind of like indie darling musician yeah. performer, whatever. Yeah, um, sure. They're married to Lord. No. <laughs> you might as well <laughs> be married, married to, to Lord. Lord. Yeah, and if uh, you know, if Lord Billie was... Eilish is the other wife of the Lonely Island, I'm totally kidding. Wow, yeah, imagine <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, so you know what? Her first album, I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. Me too. On uh, my official, I give her for I give the Pete Yarn one two thumbs way get down. Away from me. Get away from me. <laughs> get it away from me. Yeah. Again, would rather shit my pants and deal with that panic mm-hmm. uh, than listen to any more of that album. Yeah. But yeah, her too. first album is not the. It's an interesting re-listen. Yeah. It's an interesting moment in time that was captured. Well, I didn't get through the whole thing, but I got through most of it. So. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's you know? which you know you would think you'd only get through like thirty seconds of it. Right. Like you would yeah. think you're basically immediately stabbing yourself in the stomach after fawn. Yeah, like, <laughs> after fawn. Fucking give me stars is blind. I was please. yeah. <laughs> Even though the gods are crazy, it's a great song. <laughs> it's a great song. It is a great song. Yeah. You know, I think we might have to close with stars. Definitely, the, the stars, stars are blind rules. Yeah, it's got like this island vibe. I, I don't know why her. Cause I think this it's is a, interesting uh, that. I'm oh, sorry. Is this ahead. a uh, uh, Blondie cover? No, it's an original song. Tide is high <laughs> is what I'm thinking. It of. is very. Tide I, is I'm high. thinking of Tide is high. Never mind. Okay, yeah. But Paris's mom, Kathy Hilton, has a really good voice. And mm. then Paris always really, I think, anyway, who cares? But um, No, I care. Okay, oh, so you think yeah. Paris is kind of taken after her mom? I, I think she wanted to be a music. I think deep down she kind of wanted to be, uh, wanted to have a music career. I mean, she DJs and stuff, but. I love her know. DJing. Oh, yeah. I would I would yeah. go to a DJ Paris Hilton concert show. Of course. Just get out there and dance. Yeah. To Paris. I, mean, I love her. Re- her reality show, I wish it would come back because her husband is. Strange and uh, interesting to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Whose son is he? Uh, Diana Ross. Oh no, that you're getting. I love that you're getting. I'm thinking uh, Ashley Simpson. Never, yeah, yeah, right. That's never another mind. reality show. We, <laughs> we, we come back because watching Ashley Simpson, watching Ashley Simpson and her and her husband Evan Ross show a, a song they recorded together. They recorded a song together and then they show it to Diana Ross and watching Diana Ross listen to this song was one of the I mean she's such a pro and she acts like she likes it but I, I can't imagine showing a song to Diana Ross that was just kind of like okay you know oh, what I mean yeah that's really Can you imagine? rough and you're like in, in the family I mean my that nightmare yeah. yeah but Diana's a pro about it and she pulls it off like makes everyone feel welcome and like it's a good song but yeah. whoo I can't imagine that would be like if I married like like if you were like a famous NFL quarterback's daughter or something like that <laughs> yeah. and, and like we were together and then I was like I can actually throw a football pretty good too exactly <laughs> 
then like I went out and they were like, hey, it wasn't bad. Nice, nice spiral. Yeah. Nice good. Spiral. It went like 25 yards. Oh Same. my God. Wow. It, almost, it almost reached me. I almost like got to where I was standing. Did it you was, play in high school? Uh, no, I like, ah, no, I didn't. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, a lot of good, good <laughs> for Ashley. Oh, yeah. To have the balls to do that. Ashley Simpson Ross. Yeah. And again, you know, I'm sure Diana, what, what's the son's name? Jason? Evan. Evan. Yeah, Evan. You know, Evan. I'm sure Evan can do no wrong there. No, I think that's, yeah, that's what you're, I'm, I'm underestimating Evan to Diana. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Stars is Blind, great song. This was entertainment, entertainment, an entertaining uh, conversation about entertainment with Justin Hanger, Ryan, Caitlin. Here we go. Yeah. You know what? Maybe, is this the best celebrity pop song ever? Yes. I think it might be. Rumors, <laughs> it's, I feel like it has to be this or Rumors. Rumors it is has, good. Rumors is so good. I know. She doesn't have a bad voice. No. No, she can sing. Go Paris. All right. All right. This is Entertainment Entertainment. I'm Justin Angermeyer. I'm Kayla Kay. That was fun. This is Stars Are Blind, Paris Hilton. So good. All right, bye.